In a world ruled by social media and constant pressure to achieve, most teens don't talk about depression, anxiety, and suicide. But a group of Oregon teens wants to change that. Talia Hutchins is one of these champions of change. They meet to talk openly about tough subjects. Honestly, I think that more people than adults or other people would think um, actually do deal with depression and some anxiety. And I think that at high school, we don't have an avenue or like an outlet to talk about that or someone like specifically to talk to. And so I think um, when topics like suicide and stuff like that come around, we, we have nowhere to go other than maybe our friends. And so I think groups like this is super just beneficial and so good for us. <laughs> I think that people, especially my age, are a little bit scared to be vulnerable. And I think that they want to be, but they're just afraid. And I think that once they see like what our group does, that when one person is vulnerable, the rest of them will come. Like I think that people really have, like they really want to be, but they just are scared. The meetings weren't what Talia expected. It's actually, it's surprising. I expected it to be like really stiff and everybody's kind of like, oh, it's like somber and you know, like, but it was actually surprisingly really chill. Like everybody just had a place where they could lay their heart out and have no judgment and we're just able to be themselves. Like there was no one being like, oh my gosh, like this person is vulnerable. They feel sad because everybody was saying how they felt and almost everybody was on the same page with all their ideas towards depression, suicide, anxiety. We all kind of felt the same way. And if someone didn't, if they felt a different way, there was no judgment, like nobody, we're, we love that everyone has different ideas. She now looks forward to the group's meetings. I get really excited for them because just being able to have a place to, like when you have all this buildup of emotions, being able to express your thoughts and emotions on something that's so important to everybody. It's kind of crazy how this is an issue that's important to almost every teenager you talk to, except we barely ever talk about it. So I think that like way more people should come to these. I don't know why there isn't. I think it needs to grow. And I feel like any person that had any like misconceptions like, oh, I don't wanna just go talk about suicide, that's sad, like it's not like that at all. It's really, like I feel so happy afterwards that we were able to like bring awareness and have everybody give their input. Yeah, it's definitely a weight off of your chest when you're able to say, like especially when it, you're super passionate about something like it, and I think most kids are passionate about this, being able to talk about it is so amazing. <laughs> Callie Follett says teens don't know what to do about depression and anxiety. Like, I see it everywhere. Like, there's so many times that I'll just see a kid walking in the halls and, like, or I'll have a, even one of my close friends, and you can just tell that, like, something's just off. But, like, no one, there's no place for us to talk about it, so it kind of has people more closed off. It makes them more closed off, and so, like, no one's willing to talk about it because, like, no one asks them about it, you know? I definitely think talking about it would help because whether there's an issue or not, it always helps to just get stuff off your chest because it just makes people feel better about themselves. And especially when you have an environment like this where like you can see that like you're not alone in this and like there's so many other people that feel the same way as you. And I think it definitely helps to talk about it. At first it definitely was nerve wracking because it's kind of like almost like awkward. Like you're all in the same room and like 
like Andrea was saying earlier, like she'll ask a question, everyone's kind of looking around like who's going to talk first because like no one's willing to be vulnerable, especially like as a teen. And so it definitely helps and is super beneficial to like know that everyone's together. And especially like even after the first person started talking, everyone was like, oh, okay, well, like I feel the same way. Like, let me tell you how I feel. And so it's super nice to see that like you're all in this together kind of. I know with me, I definitely left the first meeting and I was like, wow, like I need to like, let me get my friends to come to this. Like, uh, let's get as many people as we can. Cause I know how I felt leaving the meeting and I felt super good. And like, I wanted to come back. Like Talia was saying, like, I look forward to these meetings. Cause like, it's super beneficial. Jagger Burl says it can be especially hard for guys to open up. A lot of guys try and be more manly and they don't want to like be vulnerable or put themselves out there in that situation where you see them vulnerable and like a lot of people have a hard time doing that so. Jagger says social media ramps up the pressure on teens. I think one of the biggest things is like you can't really get away from like the drama and everything with social media because you always have a phone on you so you're always surrounded by that. And like even seeing people post like pictures of them on a vacation and they have like their perfect body and everything. And like you look at yourself and you kind of pick yourself apart because like you're not on that vacation or you don't look as good as them. And so I think it's easier for you to like put yourself down when you're seeing how like great other people's lives are, even if that's not how it always is. You just kind of feel that way. And like when you have friends hanging out and things like that, like a lot of times you'll see them put on their stories that they're hanging out or doing things together and like if you weren't invited and you see that and you're home alone, it's like hard because then you're just there and you're like, wow, like no one wants to hang out with me and you just feel like really alone. I think talking about it is definitely the way to do it because a lot of people go through it and like, like you don't really know that. Like a lot of people feel like they're alone and they're the only ones going through things but like when we came and had our first meeting, like everybody was talking about like similar things and like similar problems that they've gone through and everyone agreed on the same things. And so like it really like was nice knowing that you're not alone and that there are a lot of people going through the same things. So I definitely think having meetings and groups to get together and talk is one of the best ways to deal with this. Some kids have tried to give up on social media, but they usually go back. I think it would definitely be beneficial for a lot of people, but I don't think anyone at this point could do it because it's such a normal thing and everything is on social media, whether it's Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, like anything. Like, so like without that, you miss out on so much and like you don't really feel like you're connected with people anymore because like everything is on there. So if you don't, if you like delete Snapchat or something, you'll miss out on group chats, like they were saying with soccer practice, if you don't have that group chat, then you won't know practice got changed or what's going on. So without social media now, it's like you are way too out of the loop to be connected and do anything. The Champions of Change meetings are facilitated by adults familiar with mental health issues. Susan Holt is a middle school teacher. I did lose my daughter to suicide four years ago, Grace Holt, and I would never want anybody to go through mm -hmm. that. So, and as a teacher also, I um, see a lot of kids struggling with depression and lots of mental illness, and it may be just the start of it, and it's so confusing to them, and they need help. They need, they need a place to go. They need people to talk to, and they don't know what to do, a lot of them. Susan teamed up with Andrea Berryman Childreth. Andrea's daughter lives with mental illness. Andrea said the teen chats were eye-opening. What I think what I was hearing and what I was really surprised about, not necessarily that social media is really impacting them or it's making them feel alone or it's making them feel anxious, because I feel anxious, you know, with social media. It was the intensity 
um, and the emotion that they were showing behind it that I was like, holy cow, like this is a problem. Like we, we need to get on top of this and start doing more of these and mobilizing, you know, more groups to get together and do it. So um, it was just really listening to their emotion and their intensity and how passionate they were they and how involved they were. I mean, it was um, crazy, I guess, to me. I wasn't expecting them to be so open about it. And once, you know, like the floodgates opened, like, you know, they wouldn't shut up. They just kept talking and talking, you know. <laughs> yeah, they just kept going, so. Andrea says parents of teenage kids grew up in a different world. I don't think we know what we don't know. That's part of the problem, right? Like that's part of why we started these groups with Champions of Change is because we don't know what's going on in their world. We can't even conceive it because we didn't have social media growing up. I mean, you know, we had a phone with a cord on it that you had to like stretch to the other room to talk to your boyfriend because your mom was like listening to you. You know, like these kids have got, they know where their friends are at every single moment of the day. Definitely I would love to grow this program and even nationwide because I, I don't see that there's a lot going on organically where um, there are groups that are talking to kids. Um, I don't know if more importantly, but as important um, would be gathering that data and the information. So all the information these kids are telling us during these chat sessions and giving that over to school administrators and superintendents and legislators and policymakers so that we can start advocating for changes that will make a difference. Um, and I'd also like to use it to empower those kids to make changes themselves. So for them to come up with solutions and different ways um, to help empower themselves and feel better about you know, the situation in social media, like let them come up with the solutions instead of you know, us as adults trying to come up with it. So those would be my primary goals. Teens and adults who want to start their own Champions of Change groups can find guidelines at thelemonadeproject.com. I think my biggest takeaway that I try to give to parents is that if kids are behaving badly um, or struggling, there's a reason. There, it's a symptom of other things that are going on, right? Like ki people in general, kids do not want to behave badly, right? Inherently, we want to do good and be good. And so if, if there's something that you, you know, you're noticing a kid is behaving badly or they're acting weird or they're isolating or whatever, instead of kind of shaming them and getting down on them, to reach out to them with questions like, what's up? You know, I've noticed mm -hmm. that, that you seem to be having a hard time um, and listening and not trying to fix. Susan also has advice for parents or anyone who sees someone struggling with depression. I would say, listen. Um, you can't always just focus on fixing, but just be with them and listen. Of course, get them to counseling. Um, take it serious even when it seems maybe like it's getting better. That's important. And um, I would also say to kids, I know now we're talking to a parent that might have some a child that they're worried about, a teenager that they're worried about. But another thing I was just thinking in the groups when the kids met, um, it was interesting when some of them opened up about dealing with depression and nobody knew because they're kids that look like they got it together, got a smile on their face, you know, have a lot of friends. And then you hear they really have dealt with stuff, but they've not shared it. And so I think it was really good for the other kids to realize you don't always know what somebody's going through. 
and like my daughter always had a smile on her face and she hadn't she never told anybody any of her friends uh, teachers nobody knew that she was depressed and what she was dealing with so just to be kind to everybody and understanding um, and you just don't know what people are going through Andrea said she wants to end the stigma about taking medications like antidepressants. Medication can change and save lives. I use the, um, the type 1 diabetes. It's like, you know, why would you, would you deny type 1 diabetic insulin? That's how they live. And it's, it's the same, I believe, with um, mental health medications is that why would you deny something or a medication to someone that's gonna help them live. Um, you know, for me, I have mental illness and it was a game changer. Um, and I've been on medication since I was 25 um, and I probably wouldn't be alive today if I weren't on it. So, um, you know, the stigma that comes around it that, oh, we'll taper people off or this, that, and the other, it's, it's a chemical imbalance. The teens have a message for others like them who are struggling. I definitely say that you can't give up and like I know a lot of people feel like they're alone and they're going through things by themselves but there are a lot of people and different options and like I know it doesn't feel like that because like at our school like we don't really have anything to go to but like things like this are like the best possibility for this because it really brings you with other people who are going through similar problems and you can talk it about it with each other and other people and it's just like there's always ways to make things better and I know it's hard but you just gotta keep fighting through it.